0: welcome back to an episode of being an artist is fucking fucking killing killing me me. i'm rainy i'm corinne and thank you guys for tuning in um this week we have the hilarious and extremely (laughs) charming daniel williston i loved talking to him
1: yeah i felt really bad while editing this episode because i literally did nothing but laugh the entire (laughs) time
0: it's it's really funny um and yeah It's going to be great.
1: Great. Um, we'd also love to send out some support and love to our really great friend, Patricia Allison, Mm -hmm. who's going to be presenting her master's thesis work February 7th to 9th at York university. And actually we're both in it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Vallon, Mm -hmm. Michael Ferguson, Kylie Thompson, Corinne, and myself will be performing in the work and we're very excited.
1: We're very, very
2: pumped.
0: Awesome. Here Let's we get go. into it. Did you take dance at all?
2: I did. Yeah. Well, in 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 college when I was doing St. Lawrence College, there right, was right. musical theater, so yeah. a lot of dance classes that I don't remember anything from.
0: Did you just black them out? Or
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I blacked them out while I was doing them. It was it was great. What
0: classes did you take?
2: Like jazz, tap, oh. uh, modern, uh, ballet. Wow. It was yeah. Of it course was... so you to take tap in a musical theater school. sorry. Well, yeah. <laughs> we were just
0: <laughs> having this conversation like. I'm going to say last week, <laughs> um, but because we were talking about how TAP's like a dying art. Yeah. And like a lot of universities stu- like don't teach it anymore. Right. And I was like, except for like musical theater institutions, because like every once in a while, we're going to need like a chorus line. Absolutely. Like Anything <laughs> goes yes. is going on. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And you're going to need like a step in time number. <laughs> 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 so like, it's just like such a weird... Like art form that only musical theater kids like really like appreciate, yeah, like,
2: but know. you know when it when it gets when it gets brought out, there's a uh uh oh uh, I think you guys interviewed her, raha, yeah, yeah, she can tap dance, and it's the most amazing Isn't thing it? to see her like be able to like just oh, put yeah. down the fiddle and immediately like just start doing what? so if you can do that in a show, it's super cool,
0: yeah. You know, I mean like I like will say I had my tattoos on yesterday for teaching and oh. I was just like <laughs> 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 like, like, I was like I feel so I feel like a rapper like I feel like an old age rapper with these right? sounds yeah.
2: with the rhythm and stuff yeah. I thought because I, I I'm a musician so I like I played drums from when I was a kid and like guitar and yeah. stuff and so when I when we were getting ready for tap class coming in college I was like oh man I know rhythms yeah. and so like a go petite ta and all they're that doing, stuff
0: <laughs> but I
2: just my feet just won't do it like my I, I can hear the rhythm and I can hear like oh you guys Are doing it wrong, and then I tried doing it, and it's just garbage. (laughs) I got invited to one tap call for a show, and I go into audition, and (laughs) one of the first combos she gives us is just a, a shuffle off to Buffalo, and I do it, and my shoes which i haven't used since college the tap the front tap of my right shoe goes and skidding across the floor and i'm like oh you didn't feel oh, it like no. or anything
0: with oh, no. the shoe on no
2: i had no idea no. so someone's like and i didn't have like anything to take care of it cuz i'm not a tapper like no. i i, I you didn't, didn't have a kit no i don't have a kit <laughs> also like <laughs> i
0: haven't used these shoes in college he's like he's like not like one of like the rockheads go out addition no! to a condition <laughs> no
2: <laughs> never use it so goes flying i have no idea what to do someone's like here's a screwdriver just screw it back in so i screw it back in not realizing that the screw that i have in it is not like a tap shoe screw it's just a normal screw with a pointed end so i screw it all the way in and put it back on i'm like why is this so uncomfortable and i get out and there's like blood in my shoe Did and that really was the day that my tap shoes went in the garbage yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, cuz they were I mean, I'm surprised you could. They were like screwed into
1: your foot probably. <laughs> yeah.
2: Full on like nail coming through it. Yeah, it was brutal. I was like, maybe don't send me out for a tap call anymore. Really
1: sure. sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, tap calls. Did you get the job?
2: No. no. Okay. <laughs> I did really good. I got a call back, but I, I said like, do I have to dance again? They're like, yeah. I'm like, let's just say no to this. <laughs> You know? <laughs> I'll do, like, I can do a dance call and I'm not good in any way. My technique is shit. But I just, I can I, I can can serve live. face yeah. like nothing. Just like, hey, don't look at what my feet are doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But as soon as the technique comes, oh, you have like, a so chorus like, behind you that can do it. I guess. Yeah. It's like the, exactly.
2: The, the door That's door. what I do in this show. They've got this huge, this chorus of amazing ensemble dancers who are doing all kinds of crazy, like, cool, like, like African yeah. stuff going on. And I'm literally just, like, walking back and forth from stage left <laughs> to stage center. And people are <laughs> dancing behind me, so no one's looking at me to go, like, is he really...
0: Yeah. <laughs> so great. Is it, like, do you have to do a lot of makeup to get done for the show? Or yeah,
2: but luckily I don't have to do it myself because yeah. I have to uh, appear as, like, the, the guy first, like, the uncle or whatever, right. and yeah. then during the show I have to get into the costume and then they have to, like, paint them. Oh, they
0: don't do, like, the black and white call at the beginning, eh? No, 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 no,
2: no. no, no nothing like that. No.
0: No. That's still S- such a quick switch from uncle to lion it is or even it's, like to tin man like,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's oh, the thing I, that's for the me at least
0: <laughs> <just> like, Shh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i actually have a bit because the lion is the last one to get introduced yeah, right so i have the scarecrow's number and then the tin man's number before i have to actually come on right. stage so i have a bit more time
1: how many people are changing you over in that quick
2: change uh, it's not, well it's not a quick change I do the change myself and oh, then the makeup they do once I okay. go down and then get this I have this huge wig that's like full of like braids and dreads and stuff for the mane and whatever and so they have to install that on me and yeah. and everything
0: did your costume <laughs> just feel like a big onesie
2: no they they did the uh, they, <laughs> I was like
0: you have the best character. <laughs> you, like, literally get to roll around in, like, a fluffy onesie.
2: <laughs> no, we did the fluffy onesie for the photo shoot. Like, any yeah. of the posters and stuff, they have that on there. But it was so hot just to do that photo shoot. Like, they put me in last, and I just immediately, all the makeup that they had done just, like, started <laughs> was... dripping down. Yeah. I was, they're like, we'll figure something out. And they did. It's, it, it's The costume that they have now is amazing. It's got so much breath, and I can get through a show without completely melting my face off
1: are those costumes rentals from a different theater company no no no, they're
2: completely new designed by uh, Corey Sincenz who's this amazing designer set designer and costume designer and he came in and it's like a panto, so it's not. It's not like it's not like they put like a snout on me or anything. Yeah, yeah. They just sort of like give the impression of, and so it's, and like I have gloves that aren't like paws or anything. But it's yeah, it's very steampunk and very kind of like yeah, like the Tin Man's got like a tin top hat with goggles on it oh, yeah. that lights up. And oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, it's super cool.
0: Okay, wait explain maybe just because i'm not sure i know yeah i think i do but i want to make sure i do what's panto
2: so pantomime is like a it's an english theater tradition mm-hmm. where like there's there's stock characters like the dame which is like the drag role mm-hmm. so there's a guy in a dress who's doing stuff there's the young lovers there's the villain right uh and then So you have all these uh, uh, different stock characters that you put onto usually like a fairy tale or something. Uh, And then you sort of just take the basic story of that fairy tale and instead make it modern with your own jokes and everyone's sort of improvising and you, you do uh, if it's a musical you do like pop songs of the day and oh interesting yeah so this one this Ross Petty one has been going on for t- uh this is the 23rd year I think oh wow which is the the longest running show in the Elgin 105 year history which is super cool And yeah, Ross Ross brought this thing over and like Pantos are starting to become a thing in Canada. They're not really in the States. I think because we're more connected to our British roots than the States are, uh, for whatever reason, the Canadians tend to understand Panto a little bit more than... Yeah. Also probably like the
0: intense British culture inside
2: Toronto probably helps a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: yeah. (laughs) And so with Panto, there's also, there's usually like a, uh, a, a kid's version and then like a naughty version that they Mm. do like later at night for adults to come see and they have more crude jokes. This one isn't that. It's sort of, it's a lot of like double entendre to try to, it's like Muppets where you're trying to make the the parents laugh without the kids catching on to what you're doing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's a
2: fun <laughs> line to, to.
0: So, do you write a lot of your own jokes?
2: Yeah. Well, we, we had a, we had a writer, Matt yeah. Murray, who like worked on the show for a year. Oh. He's going to be working on next year's in right. the next couple of months. Um, and so he came in, and they had been working all year, sort of crafting this story. And but then once the actors are get brought in, you sort of start to play with yeah. stuff and make stuff that you know you're going to be able to do. Right. So the jokes that I pitch are usually the stuff that would sound natural coming out of my yeah. voice and the very and then Eric Craig who's playing the tin man is very it's specific to him and yeah. Everybody else. So yeah, you you come in and if if there's a line that you think could be funnier, you try it out. And if if it, it, the joke doesn't work or if there's a better one, then the writer is there every day to be like, oh, what about this? What about that?
0: Oh, okay. Oh. So
2: you can kind of bounce ideas off each other just so you can get the hopefully the funniest show that you can have by the end. Right, of it. right.
0: And you totally break the fourth wall. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. tons, tons. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, the villain, like, makes fun of the kids as soon as she comes out. Like, she's like, a bunch of sn- uh, have you ever seen a bunch of sniveling, snot-nosed kids in your whole life? And it's like, well, have you been to a city council meeting? That
0: kind of like, That's so funny. Yeah. I remember I saw um, I saw Oh, Hello! on Broadway when it was coming. When it was, Amazing. Yeah, I saw it on Thanksgiving with my sister. Oh. But, like, what was so funny about that show is there happened to be, on the day that I was there, there was, like, one... Kid that was like probably like ten years old with his like someone had dragged him there (laughs) and like Nick Kroll saw him in the audience and was like what the hell are you
1: doing here (laughs) as Gil and then
0: was just like. Is like at the very end of the show was like did you understand anything that was fucking happening yeah, no <laughs> the kid's just like no and he's just like great thanks i'm glad you've taken a lot from this <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> <laughs> but like the entire audience is cracking up and this poor little like 10 year old kid is like <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: i just like think it's so funny when you incorporate kids into the audience because it's it like gives a different dynamic that would naturally.
2: Well, happen. that's a, what, what's super cool about doing like a, a, a bit of a looser, like comedy show in a theater. Like when you're doing once the musical or shrek the musical or any of these shows death of a salesman there's no room to be to use that kind of thing you notice it and then you come backstage after you're like did what you the, see that kid what that was he doing a Death yeah. of a Salesman? <laughs> but to be able to like actually jump into that and incorporate right. what the kid does like uh, there's this one part in the panto where i have to they, they bring three kids up on stage and then i have to interview them as the lion to try to get them to uh, answer riddles that will get the main characters back on the path. Sure. <laughs> so one of the riddles was uh, for this kid last week was uh, 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 the path shall be revealed if you name me something peeled. And so we're like, okay, what, what's something that you peel? And the kid's like, oh, I don't know. It's like, well, anything that you like have to, she's like, what, what does peeled mean? It's like, well, you have to take off the outer layer of it. So she's like, fur? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And the kids just all, the adults like, (gasps) I'm like as long as you're not gonna do it to me, <laughs> and so like moments like that that you get to use, and then later on, someone makes a joke about, uh, uh, I would never eat a dog, a cat maybe. It's like don't peel me. Oh, that's so you can kind of take take moments, and no one else is gonna get that show. Then like right. the right. The, the, kid, the kid with the ten year old in the yeah. audience, you're never gonna be able to see that show. That, also, that's just like, for you, guys. right?
0: A totally different level of engagement on the actors' part. Yeah, right, because you're paying attention to. You like, it, I mean, like, no matter how many times shows you do, you're paying attention to every single thing that everybody's doing and saying. Right. Absolutely. And anything and, like, go that
2: goes back. wrong, you, you try to turn into an opportunity, which is such an improv thing, right? Yes. Like, and, and everything that goes wrong is something that can be mined for something else.
1: And which also is a skill. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Right? It's Something yeah. that Working you get on at, your feet. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you find it like changes how present you are
2: in yeah. the moment. Definitely.
1: Yeah,
2: definitely. And it makes your brain have to work in a different way. There's something something about doing a play where you're you're always like aware of the audience. You're always you always know that there's an audience there. But there's a certain amount of when you're doing like an Arthur Miller play where you're you're trying to. I don't know, make the, what is on the stage, the only like real thing that's going on. And when you're doing the panto, it is sort of a, like a, a a clown thing where you're trying to have the audience be a part of the thing. You're trying to let them in and, and use them, have a back and forth. It's more of a dialogue than a, just like, watch this thing I came up with, you know? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Did you have any experience doing improv before? Like, did you do anything no. with like Second City? Or-
2: no, no, I, I have, uh, like, four hundred ten dollars uh, given to Second City to take their first introductory, like, actors doing yeah. improv course. For five years, and I haven't had like six weeks in the city where I'm not doing anything where I can just go and take a course. (laughs) So, eventually, I'm gonna take a course there, but uh, for right now, it's just been I'd spend a lot of time out of the city and working elsewhere because there's not enough work in Toronto to go around.
0: There's not for as many people that come here. I guess, like, Uh it's just like all of Canada that's like an artist comes here, right? That's like the thing. Because Vancouver, in terms of, like, musical theater, I hmm. guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because, like... it's just not enough. There's just not enough. Because, like, in the States, you can do, like, New York, Chicago. There's so many shows in New York. Yeah. There's still probably, like, way too many, like, artists and dancers there. But, like, you can also go to, like, Chicago. Or you can go to L.A. Last and there's all these, yeah. yeah. There's all these places that you can go to, like, fulfill your... You know? Sure. Right. Your passion.
2: That's the funniest thing about it is all these artists from all over Canada all congregate in Toronto. Totally. So that we can get auditions to be able to go away from Toronto to work. Like... If- <laughs> It's
0: ridiculous. Because
2: it's where nowhere goes to anywhere else. Like Nova Scotia doesn't go all the way to Saskatchewan or Manitoba to to ask for people but they will come to Toronto. Right. So you're in Toronto then you get the opportunity to go to Nova Scotia you get the opportunity to go to Kamloops.
0: And also be as mervish doesn't hire Canadians.
2: That's right. Uh, Except for uh, Van Hansen. Right. I just heard that. That's awesome.
0: That just got announced yesterday. Very
2: exciting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They don't hire Canadians. It's like an ongoing problem in
2: yeah yeah there's not a lot of big sit down musicals that happen in toronto like uh uh, Mm -hmm. i was in kinky boots a a few years ago and that was it's yeah it's a rarity it's so much cheaper to just take the north american tour that's going on in the states and bring it up here for like a three-week engagement and then be able Mm -hmm. to sort of let it go right and it's tenuous even at that. Like, they started the, the Bad Out of Hell musical mm-hmm. came here for a few weeks, and they were supposed to do a year-long tour, and then they found out over email before one of their shows that the whole thing had been canceled. Yeah. So they just got their two weeks' notice, and, like, a bunch of those people had left, like, Broadway gigs to go and go play tour. a lead and whatever yeah. on tour, and suddenly they had nothing. And that's yeah. not Mervish's fault. That's the That's right. the company that did it, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a real tough time, and actors thing. have very little protecting them from yeah. that kind of nutty, uh, nutty right. thing.
0: And I talked to like a I'm friends with like quite a few of the dancers who are doing shows at like the lot and stuff like that. Sure,
2: yeah, yeah. And they
0: like are always like like I'm not really a musical theater person, but like they're always like yeah we don't get hired from Irish because you like they're only ever hiring Americans or they're only ever they don't even like bring Canadians in like there'll be like one dude. That'll yeah. maybe like get apart in the chorus, or like get apart in like Greece. Yeah, right. but everything else is is all American. Yeah,
2: and there's yeah, that, there's that whole thing of like wanting to. Like, I, I remember uh, Graham Scott Fleming was, was from the lot, and he went on to do the, the Kinky Boots stuff, and he's down in New York now. But, like, there's so few of those opportunities going around, and it's depending on which agent you have. And some agents feel weird about going to the lot, because they're like, that the actors aren't being paid yeah the there's like their own type of like they're not issue happening, happening. Yeah. At all yeah, yeah. but yeah. then if you don't go then you don't see them perform and so they're yeah. not getting any opportunities either so like which is the the lesser yeah. of the two evils and totally. right it's it's a tough thing i i you know you want opportunities for people but you also don't want to see them say like well you know this is better than nothing so i guess i'm Work which is kind of like the that.
1: attitude in Toronto, right? <laughs> That's, That's <my laughs> the constant yeah. discussion yeah. in the city that I find. Well, yeah. it's better than not working. That's yeah. right.
2: Which is a big thing of artists, which is why we have the problem of like uh, uh, people asking us to work for free or for exposure or stuff like that. Yeah. Because they can be like, well, you either do this or you do nothing. You and can I'll go to find your, someone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You
1: can someone go back to your do.
2: coffee shop gig and uh, this other person will, will work for exposure. So, See
1: yeah. you later. Mm.
2: But, but then, I mean, it, 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 by doing that, then are you devaluing your art? Or are you devaluing the art of the of your fellow artists who are doing right, the right. same thing? Like,
1: if you don't hold a certain standard, yeah. you're bringing it down altogether. Yeah, right. It's the argument that I hear with photographers quite a quite a bit. Yes, charging. It's like common knowledge that you charge a certain rate because yeah. if you don't, then you're just like bringing down the value of everybody else's work.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard too because I'm with a I'm with a band right now called the uh, James King and the Midnight Hours, yeah. And we like talked to a friend of ours who's become a really good photographer, and he does like commercial stuff now and goes to like Fiji and stuff and shoots mm-hmm. their beaches and whatever. And to we were just like we just need like some really cool like band shots of us all together and like how much would something like this cost? And he gave us the breakdown and it's completely reasonable, but it's also completely out of our like budget. Right, yeah. So we're like, well, we. Don't don't want to screw over our friend and, yeah but we also can't afford to do that right but at the same time we continually get asked like well can you come play this party for us and it's like okay well you know it'll be How this much? much each for yeah. each of the artists and they're like "Well, that's we just wanted a band to play the thing It's was like well that's a band. find a kazoo player then i don't know what to tell you <laughs>
1: kazoo right. player? Just your iPod. Kazoo player.
2: you <laughs> can probably get three kazoo players for like a really cheap price to play your gig Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. No to find... problems, no equipment. No, to they don't yeah. have to
2: go to rehearsal spaces. They can just bring their kazoos over to each other's houses, annoy their mothers. Do you feel <laughs> happy with,
0: I mean, actually, no, I was going to say, like, what about, like, violin players? But like, that for sure travels through walls and apartment buildings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. There's, right. like, different right? things that they yeah. come up for different... Uh, uh, like for horn players they have like yeah. mutes and stuff and i've mm-hmm. seen some stuff for strings where you like it's a dampener that goes on the, oh. the strings themselves so you can practice and, and play as hard as you would but it doesn't create the sound but also then you're not you're not hearing the sound that you're yeah. producing which is super important
1: it's like marking something versus doing it full that's
2: right yeah way. yeah yeah like you can you can get to so much by marking you can yeah. do real good work with mm-hmm. it but at the end of the day you do need to be able to Sing out, right. Do the dance full out. You yeah, need to be able to. Yeah.
1: You need to experience that. Yeah, yeah. That's where things go wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: And that's hard. It's hard to find space to do to do music, man. Even singing, like just warm. I feel terrible warming up in my apartment when I have to like go do an early show and mm-hmm. Kristen's sleeping and I want to leave her sleeping <laughs> yeah. and I'm like I'm so sorry, honey. It's the worst alarm clock ever
0: argue that it's the best alarm clock ever, (laughs) but I don't hear it every
2: morning. That's right. The
0: first day, you'd be like,
2: oh, he's doing his art, and then the next day, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like
0: how all the charming things about someone end up being like their worst qualities in the relationship, Yeah, and you're just like, (laughs) like, oh, Lucas, it's so charming how you're so slow because you're from Australia, and you just don't move fast, and now I'm just like...
1: (laughs) 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 Somewhere. <laughs>
2: <It's cold. laughs> uh, I remember I brought my um I had a I have a uh a- really great friend who was my drama teacher in high school so i went out to regina to do shrek she asked to come and sit in on the first read so i was able to get permission for her to come in and so i was like walking around and introducing her and then i had to leave for a bit and she came to me after she was like it was so strange i was just like standing there having a normal conversation with one of your actor friends and then suddenly right in my face i'd be like They're just doing sirens to, like, get their voice warmed up. (laughs) And she's like, how strange is that? I'm like, I wouldn't have even clocked it. Like, I would have just been like, oh, yeah, yeah, Just checking, just checking, seeing if."
0: Yeah. It's right in the middle. Right in the middle of a (laughs) sentence. But there are all these, like, interesting qualities that, like our professions all hold which are like such small little things like vocalists with like their voice, like dancers will just be like stretching always stretching.
2: Like just sitting in a chair, like leg up to here.
0: Always tight. Like why are you always (laughs) like I don't
2: get it
1: Um,
0: but I do get it, because I am always dying. <laughs> um, yeah, just, like, always stretching. I'm sure actors are always, like, enunciating or oh, yeah. something.
2: The tip of the tongue, the yeah. teeth, the lips. Yeah, that kind of...
0: Right. Yeah. There are these weird things that we we all just have.
2: Yeah.
0: Just acceptance. Where So you did a lot of touring in Canada,
2: right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've done, like... Uh, um, Not necessarily touring, but, like, I've gone to, like, regional theaters in Canada and done a bunch of stuff there. Like, uh, yeah, been on to Kamloops, Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You said in your um, bio that you did some work overseas as well.
2: Yeah, I went to uh, Australia actually, which was super fun. I got to, um, I was actually, I I just finished uh, uh, Kinky Boots in Toronto, which was Mm -hmm. a super successful run. Mm -hmm. It had gone on for like 10 months or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, it kept getting extended. It was great. Uh, And then I went to PEI and did a a summer there and then came home and I didn't have anything. So I was (laughs) working a, a temp job where I had to uh, uh, call people in Edmonton and try to sell them subscriptions <laughs> to the Citadel, which yeah. was awful, because you'd be, who is this? And you're like, it's, it's the Citadel calling. You, we noticed that you went to one show three years ago. Oh. We we're hoping that you might buy a year long subscription. And they're like, this is supper time. Hang up yeah. on it. <laughs> So I was in the middle of doing that job and I got a call from my agent who was like, how would you like to go to Australia to do Kinky Boots there? And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds good. When is it starting? He's like, Friday. (laughs) So yeah, it was a crazy time to be like, yeah, figuring that out. And I had like a a Stratford audition that week. So I had to like go to the Stratford audition on Friday and then race home and get on a plane and get flown over to Australia. It was like a 29-hour flight in the air. So stupid. Oh, it was brutal. You
0: need drugs for that flight. Yeah,
2: I did. I realized that once I landed.
0: <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. yep. I, I,
2: was landing, I, was, I was coming in for a landing on, in Melbourne where I was uh, doing it, and I had my headphones on, and I was going over the choreo, like trying to remember what, what the thing is. And, <laughs> and a lady gets out of her seat, like uh, the, the uh, flight attendant. She's like, are oh, you all right, sir? I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm just, I'm I'm an actor. I'm just going over the choreo to, to remember I'm doing yeah. a show. She's like, oh, I thought you were having a freak out. I'm like, <laughs> so great. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a ton of fun. I got to go in there. They were, like, in the midst of... Tech, so I had to sort of come in and just remember the same show. Same
0: character that you are playing.
2: Same character okay. that I was playing, so I knew the track. Yeah. It was just sort of rem- remembering what was going yeah. on. And the crazy thing is that the set that they built in Mervish, they shipped over to Australia. Wow. So it was the same set How that we that had. How long
0: did that take?
2: A long time.
0: I got, like, Lucas sent me a letter when he was over there, and it took four <laughs> fucking months to get yeah. here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it takes so long. But, yeah, they, they got it all over there, so, like, the same, like, shaky rail that I'm used to was oh. always there and the set that I'm used to having and yeah but it was crazy to look down and like see other people's like friends of mine's costumes and then look up and their face is completely different walk off stage and it's completely different theater than the one that I had been doing it in for 12 months yeah it was nuts how long
0: were you there for?
2: Just uh, just like two months, oh, nice. so it was a short time. I was just sort of pinch hitting while they while they figured out who they they wanted to play Dawn and right. uh, so I got to yeah meet a bunch of really cool Australian people. They're awesome Very over there, Melbourne, yeah. and then they later on went to like Brisbane and, and Sydney and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But. Yeah, it was super cool to get to, to. They're really friendly over there, like Canadians, and they they love taking the piss. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I got to learn a bunch of cool Australian phrases. Right. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god, I'm my, so sorry. my favorite one is uh, uh, you tell somebody oh. like, oh, can you uh, when you're going off stage here, can you actually just take this cup because otherwise we won't be able to get it. And he's like, oh, I didn't come here to fuck spiders, mate. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. What? I just Joe, knew that I was going to be the one that came Joe out of your mouth.
2: <laughs> said that to me, to my face, and I... Yeah,
0: that's I was weird like,
2: one. what? <laughs> yeah. Why... You, no one would think <laughs> that you were coming here specifically to have sex with a spider. I don't even think that that's anatomically possible. But they say it all the time, and it just rolls off. It's just like our A craziness. Yeah they also have a really dry sense of humor, too. So you you don't know if somebody's fucking with you until, like, a few sentences in. You're like, oh, I see, I see. I'm getting
0: (laughs) it. Yes, yes. Was it weird hearing the words and the dialogue and even, like, how you would time it rhythmically with the music, with the accent?
2: Well, yeah, because they were... were, uh, The story takes place in uh, Northampton, uh, uh, England. And so the... Accent that they developed because originally we were told it's uh, the accent they use is not the Northampton accent because they tried that at the beginning of previews in Broadway and no one could understand what anyone was saying because it's really <laughs> thick. Yeah. So they had to develop like English light mm. so that Americans and North Americans could understand it. But going from the Australian accent to English light was a very different thing so I had to adjust the sound of what I had rehearsed to sort of match up with what they were so it it at least sounded like we were all sort of from From the the same same area Yeah.
0: yeah yeah
2: So that was a that was a crazy thing because it had been ingrained in me. I'd been doing it for twelve months. And you're
0: just layering right now. Yeah? That's you're right. like layering your part, your own voice on top of what you've been taught, on top of what they've been taught, on top of what they've been doing now. That's right. So it's like just mm. becoming such like a super
2: Yeah. But what it does do is after you've performed the same role in the same show for so long, like it was such a great show. I love Kiki Mm -hmm. Boots. The music is so good. Mm -hmm. The plot is great. My character is so much fun. (laughs) But after doing it with the same people for enough time, you sort of start to, you you get lazy in a way. Like it, it's not affecting, you're not, um, uh, gunned about it in the same well, way. Well you're not
0: like the pantomime. Like you're not engaging. That's in the right. Same way. Yeah, because yeah, you're yeah.
2: having to deliver right. each time and eventually get stale. You and mean, you have to you become
1: too comfortable inside that's right. of it. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So totally. as
2: an actor it's your job to try to figure out, okay, how do I make this interesting Which for myself again? Must Which is very hard. Yes. And sometimes dangerous. Because what's funny to you having done it a billion times and funny to your coworkers who have been doing it a billion times is not necessarily funny to the audience. So trying to figure out where right. that line is you don't want to sacrifice their experience right. so that you guys can have a chuckle off stage later. Right. right. So, but going over to Australia and having to work on things like the accent, having to hear someone deliver a line to you in a way that you've never heard before because mm. you're used to somebody else doing it, it makes you come back into the moment. Mm. You have to be there. You have to be present with them. And suddenly you're playing ball again. You get to sort of like, I don't know where this is going. Where is it going for you? Like, yeah. So that was cool. It was a cool right. experience to revisit a role in a huge show all the way over in Australia in a completely uh, new way.
0: Right. Great. Is that the longest run- running show you've ever been in?
2: Kinky Boots? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. the longest yeah. role you've played. Yeah. Would you do a run that long again?
2: Yeah, if the show was as good as Kinky Boots, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's a show you were like into. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because if, if it's a show that you're not really gung-ho about it that that process of like getting bored with the show can happen much quicker oh, right uh, so yeah you you never want to like
1: has that ever happened to you um yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's
2: been shows that I'm like either the shows thems- I've been in shows that i've I've really loved the show of mm. that my part is not very oh, challenging yeah. or interesting, or I don't feel like i'm having to, yeah, challenge myself each time I go out. I like to have a challenge when I when I go out on stage and if you don't, it can get real dull. Mm-hmm. And then you're running something for maybe a month, maybe three months and uh, you can get pretty bored of that pretty quickly. But at the same time you need to make a paycheck, so right. yeah. you're glad to be working. Mm-hmm. Probably you went up against 45 other people who look exactly like you who wanted that part. <laughs> so you have to uh, be able to understand uh, uh, you need to be able to find, I guess the, the gem in whatever part you have. Uh, and so that you can feel like you're appreciating the opportunity, right. but at the same time, Sometimes that's harder than other
0: times. Yeah, that's like a ish- metaphor for life, right? There, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta wake
2: up every day feeling hashtag blessed.
0: Hashtag blessed. <laughs> yeah. Booked and blessed. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hate that. I hate that saying so much. Sorry. I have like some serious issues with that. Like, oh, I don't know why. I- anyway, um, <laughs> actually, I do know why. I just can't get into it again. <laughs> um, what's your favorite? you were so you're mainly musical theater would you how would you like describe yourself
2: yeah like i <sighs> I'd, I'd like to describe myself as a theater artist, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, like I, I work a lot as a musical theater actor performer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've had experience doing uh, uh, straight dramas and really enjoyed that. And I've had experience creating new works and I really enjoy that too. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm realizing the the longer I'm in this business and the more people I see that I admire, the the more things you can do, the easier it is for you to, first of all, stay employed, but also to stay engaged. Like if I come off of doing, you know, uh, uh, once the musical and then I went straight into Shrek the musical, like there's so such different pieces they're both musical theater and i'm an actor in both but to be able to perform in the round in regina for mostly kids and families is a very different thing than performing was that, shrek? that was shrek yeah oh, interesting uh wow. and uh yeah so it was super cool we got to like reimagine how everything i'm like works immediately and...
0: thinking of like uh princess fiona's um Opening song when she like switches age and the thing turns and yeah. been done then in the round right. So what they it, <laughs> yeah yeah. So they had
2: these this whole thing about like um that the set was built on books. So you saw all these, like, books coming out of the ground and, like, oh, moss growing cool. up around them. Mm. And so each of them brought out, like, uh, a book thing that they stood on. Yeah. And then they would be reading a book while the next person came out. And so yeah, e- wherever, you were look- wherever you were seated, you could see two Fionas, like, yeah, doing yeah. the thing. And then they all start singing together. Right. It was great. The dragon, which is usually, like, a big animatronic right. thing. Yeah. They just had this girl in, like, this, d- like, Vegas diva, like, Love dragon that. outfit. And then three girls. Girls on each side with these like Vegas fans yeah. being the wings for her. That's yeah, how they did it in Winnipeg That's on a, Rainbow Stage too. Oh yeah, they did it yeah, like yeah. That. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Um, like showgirls with the big
2: yeah, yeah big yeah. headpieces mm-hmm. and full like legs and 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 high heels and glitter and yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting.
2: Yeah. So yeah, it's a very different experience doing that than doing, you know. This singer-songwriter in Dublin falling in love with this girl and, and not really working out.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tone's very different. Yeah,
2: but that's that's what I, I, that's what keeps me wanting to do this job because this job doesn't pay very much and it's hard to work and it's you have to live in Toronto which is cost prohibitive on the best of days. Yeah, but being able to like feel like I'm doing something different than I did a few weeks ago. Yeah keeps me engaged and keeps me wanting to do it
0: i often think about that with like theater roles because i think about it when celebrities do um theater roles for, uh-huh. like they do like small stints and they all it's always like a month and a half or it's like a summer stint like you sure. know when they all just did the boys in the band yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> all those like male celebrities did it um but like for them to do that on like their break obviously they're getting paid more than like what just, like, uh, whoever coming in off the street would be getting paid. But, like, they're really taking, like... quite a pay cut probably to do that versus their TV show, you know? So it's like such a passion project for them, which is like astounding because that would be like a dream role for anybody else, you know, like (laughs) for them to be like, yes, I'm just going to take my summer and go, you know, play this boy in the band role and maybe, maybe get paid more than this person. But anyone else would be like, I need this job to survive. (laughs) And this is like how I hit it big. (laughs) And they're just like taking it as passion project and like something to stay interested because they like love theater and because they love the art. Right. So it's just like a weird flip going like, because I'm sure, what's his name? Uh, Big Bang Theory. Uh, yeah. Sheldon.
2: Uh, Sheldon. Sheldon. What's his I name? What's his I don't know.
0: name? I don't, I don't know. I don't watch Big Bang Theory. I'm yeah. oh, sorry. I mean, no no one does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that's the joke.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, he like, what he's getting paid to be in Big Bang Theory versus that was probably oh, yeah. just like pennies. Right? That's right.
2: And uh, being out in Winnipeg this past February was super cool because I got to hear all these stories about when Keanu Reeves went out there to do uh, uh, Hamlet. So apparently he had done, um, I want to say 10 things I hate about you. What's the Shakespeare? Much Ado About Nothing with Kenneth Branagh. Mm -hmm. And he played Don John in that. And he came to Kenneth Branagh after seeing the movie and was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm terrible in your movie. And Kenneth Branagh was like, no, darling, it's so fine. It's what's wonderful or whatever. Just, you have everything going on behind the eyes. It's just that like your face is terribly unexpressive. <laughs> so Keanu Reeves, bless his heart, goes over to England and finds like the best act- Shakespearean acting coach that he can get and studies Hamlet for months. Yeah. Months and months and months and months just to get better with no intention of performing it. But someone comes to him after and is like, you spent months learning the role of Hamlet. You should perform it somewhere. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but who's going to hire Keanu Reeves to go? <laughs> it's like, why don't you come over to Winnipeg and do it with my company? And so he goes over there and like just sits down and does a Canadian production of Hamlet so that he can star in it. Like so weird it's
0: awesome <laughs> also like it's so interesting that Winnipeg gets made fun of in everything like every it's like every it's like the Florida of <laughs> the states but like if they're me- going to mention something in Canada everyone wants to be like oh in Winnipeg like it's like this weird
2: we literally have that as a punchline in our show oh really yeah, yeah. <laughs> the punchline is just Winnipeg it's literally it.
0: Basically... yeah it's hilarious <laughs> it's sad but also funny also like Neil Patrick Harris in like everything he's in brings it up Uh huh. everything it's so weird
2: it's a funny word like it's just Winnipeg is it
0: the funniest though like Regina Regina is pretty funny too
2: but Regina you can only make fun of if you've got like an 18 or over house like whereas Winnipeg sounds funny to a 5 year old and it sounds funny to a 90 year old if you think about it for long enough
0: I guess though yeah I don't know. It's just a weird thing that people make fun of.
2: Winnipeg is a weird place, too. It's got... Uh, I don't know if you guys know the movie Phantom of the Paradise at mm-hmm. all. It's this old, It's like a 70s uh, Brian... Uh, what's his name? I'm going to forget his name now. The guy who did uh, uh, Carlito's Way and like Scarface and whatever, he did this passion project where he did um, a rock musical based on Faust and the picture of Dorian Gray and Phantom yeah. of the Opera. Mm-hmm. And this movie came out. It had music by Paul Williams, who wrote like the Rainbow Connection for Muppets and stuff. Like He was mm-hmm. a really good songwriter. And they released this movie, and it tanked everywhere, <laughs> except for Winnipeg. <laughs> They played it at Winnipeg, and Winnipeg kept bringing back summer after summer. It played for like years there. People to the point where there's like fan clubs that are just in Winnipeg over this one movie from the '70s, the tank everywhere. They have festivals about it, and I just like the small
0: version of that. Like the what's the? Oh, never mind. I was gonna make that joke about that Seth Rogan movie that he just made with uh, James Franco
2: oh yeah the, uh, the yeah. disaster artist it's based the disaster artist but yeah. like
0: in one small town in Canada yeah. <laughs>
2: it's incredible yeah. and I love that Win- Winnipeg has its own like just identity enough to be like no 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 we love this movie I don't care that you guys hate it we're, we're just gonna come out and enjoy it and sing the songs to each other and yeah. just love life
0: yeah, there it's there's there's an art scene happening yep. slowly. I don't know. <laughs> That's what everyone keeps telling me. Yeah, Anyway, yeah. when I go back, <laughs> there's, there's a
2: lot of like live music and stuff yeah. that happens there. But if you're there in February, it's oh my god, it's so cold. It's yeah. the most depressed I have ever been doing a show. It's just because you don't want to go outside at all for anything. You can't. You you basically can't. Yeah. Like we had to find a way to get from our like building that we were all staying in to the theater and we had to like go like find ways to go underground into like the path that they have yeah. there to be able to survive because otherwise like it, it can be like within five be- minutes if you have skin exposed you have frostbite
1: yeah it's like easily minus 40 for the yeah. entire month yeah. yeah yeah what theater did you perform at
2: uh the mtc oh okay yeah we did once the musical there as a co-pro with uh, the london So we did that in the fall of what year is it? It's 2018 now, so the fall of 2017, and then February we did it in 2018.
1: Mm-hmm. What's the, your favorite city that you've been to with all your different shows?
2: <sighs> <laughs> I love so much about all of them. I loved Melbourne. I thought it was such a great city, and the people were so great there, and it was so cool to be like away from... Hard though. Very hard yeah. to be, yeah. Like for, being away from my girlfriend yeah. and not seeing any of my friends and stuff. Even just like hearing a different accent all day, every day. I found like I suddenly like was all into like watch, they have Murdoch mysteries over there. So I was like throwing that on. And <laughs> I blew through Orphan Black for the first time that I've been meaning to do it for years. <laughs> Tatiana! <laughs> Just to be able to, like, hear some people, like, speak with a Canadian accent and not have to, like, adjust immediately upon waking up. Mm. I had this thing where I went into Subway for almost every lunch because I just, I didn't understand what all the other foods were. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's I, a lot they, of weird meat, okay?
2: <laughs> super weird. And and they had, like, weird names for things where they had, like, the the, the green peppers they have there are called, like...
0: Oh, yeah. uh so- Capsicum. Capsicum, yeah. Not just
1: green peppers.
2: No, no, no it's capsicum. Capsicum. But I, I kept saying capiscum or yeah. something, which is awful because there's two words in there that sound like something else. <laughs> and I kept saying it to these this poor ladies who were working behind the counter there, and they, none of them corrected me. <laughs> and then finally, someone's like, What did you just ask them for? So Melbourne was great. I loved, I loved the music scene in Winnipeg. I loved the theater scene. Like people came out to see our show with. The, I think they did like a lot of advertising, but like the, the theater community feels really vibrant there. Like right. people yeah. care about what's coming up in the next season. People I want
1: shows and people want. Yeah. fringe yeah. like sells out there.
2: Fringe there is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got yeah. to see a couple while We were yeah. down there. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, Regina was cool to go to cuz it was like my home province. Is that where you're from? I'm from Moose Jaw, yeah. Are
0: you? I'm from Brandon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's so That's funny. It's super
2: cool. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So like growing up in Moose Jaw and having been to Regina a yeah. bunch of times, you actually get to spend some time there as an adult totally. and working and I had all I see like high school friends with kids now who like came out to see the show mm. and my little nieces and nephew had never seen so me in cute. anything. They were able to come out and see it and
0: yeah.
2: Taking a picture with Uncle Shrek. <laughs> so that was cool, too. Uh, uh, PEI was awesome. I got to hang out in Charlottetown for a summer, and that was the beaches beautiful. there. And all the restaurants and the stories. The people are just great. And yeah. Yeah. They, they all have something great to offer. I, and I think it's the, the variety that sort of makes me uh, like having been there. Mm-hmm. Like because I can compare it to, to each other. All the one. different places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And audiences
2: and... Yeah, uh, yeah. D- yeah. Different audiences. Like, even, even this, these past two school shows that we did yesterday and the day before. Like, it's the same show that we're doing. It's the same place. Mm-hmm. But uh, you bring in a, a different group of people and it's a completely different experience and a completely different show. Right. That's sort of the beauty of getting to do theater is getting to see people experience the same thing in different ways. Totally.
0: Um, how long is the Panto run happening for?
2: Uh, it's going till January 5th.
0: Oh! Okay, so it's had like a nice yeah.
2: kind of chunk run in there, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We started rehearsals uh like the end of October, so Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been it's yeah. been a blast. It's been it's been so much fun to get to work with. It's a really good group this year and yeah. the, the people in it are super funny and super talented, really great singers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been it's been a ton of fun getting to do that. And I'm friends with some of them too, so to be able to work with them again has been great. It's so much better when you get to work with people you yeah. like know,
0: right? Yeah. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything else lined up after?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm doing... Uh, Sorry, ju- I hate that question. No, no, no. I'm just like, I'm in
0: this right now. Stop! I do
2: it all the time to people, too. <laughs> I, know. I know. It's so know. it's so awful to do that to artists, too, because what if they don't have something? And you're just
0: like, nothing.
2: Nothing, actually. Yeah. I, I'm just taking some time for myself right now, yeah. and then they have to be in that
0: back right. like when, when they have to like justify yeah. what they're
2: doing yeah. or not doing. Oh, I know. that's fucking awful. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. And I hate having to do that, because often I'm in that position yeah. where I'm like, well, you know, I'm just... I'd auditioning for a lot of TV and film right now. I'm doing voiceover yeah. auditions and you're sitting down to write my own thing because yeah. I'm yeah. really trying to get
0: <sighs> I'm sorry I asked that bad rainy. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> but I am doing Jukebox Hero at the so uh, theater in February. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's
0: only okay if there's something lined up. That's right.
2: <laughs> Once I hit Jukebox Hero time, people are going to be asking that, and I'm going to be like ah, nothing. Okay. <laughs> the spring looks dismal. <laughs>
0: I love that. Uh, uh, is being an artist fucking killing you?
2: Oh, my God, is it ever.
0: Yeah. In which ways?
2: Oh, in all of the ways. It's uh, it's 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 hard, like, even, even just that, like, knowing how to talk to your fellow friends and not, like, not poke holes in, but want to, like, know what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. There's a person, there's a friend of mine, A.J. Bridell, who's an actor who, uh, um, uh, asked asked my girlfriend Kristen while we were at the opening party how's your heart which was such a way better question and a more interesting question yeah, than like right. what have you got lined up next yeah. what is your next contract how's your heart I'm like oh, I've really got to start doing asking that, math. yeah
0: are you feeling balanced in your life that's the sure. one that I should I'm like trying to start asking yeah that's a yeah. great one yeah
2: I feel very unbalanced in my life. <laughs> yeah. Just, that's a whole other podcast.
0: Yeah. Unbalanced and unwell.
2: <laughs>
0: that's, what, that's, the, that's the next one, next podcast. There you unbalanced go. and the unwell. Spin-off.
2: The
1: spin off. The spin off. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like the after show with Andy Cohen.
1: But yeah, right. <laughs> We just pop beers at 11 a.m. versus coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Get a uh, uh, Big Bang Theory there. He's not doing that show anymore. so he Jim, can, Parsons! There, Jim, Jim Parsons! Jim Parsons! There it is! A sorry, passion Jim Parsons. Project. He'll be the fellow anchor with you guys.
0: Yeah. Jim Parsons, if you're listening to <laughs> this. If you're listening,
2: come out to Toronto. Come talk to We've him. got a great...
0: I'm sorry for insulting here. the Big Bang Theory.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody! It it. had 12
0: seasons, you're right. It's done well, okay? (laughs) I watched it when I was high after I got my tonsils
2: removed, and that was (laughs) it. (laughs) Did you know that the creator of... I'm so sorry if this is... It's the
0: same as Two and Half Men. Yes,
2: I did know that. But Chuck Lorre also wrote the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Teenage
2: Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he wrote that.
0: Wow. I mean, like... Yeah, he's a smart dude.
2: Yeah. It might be the only thing of his that he's written that I really enjoy. So. <laughs> you truly enjoy? Yeah.
0: I know. It's a, like a lot of, like, it's like very old style TV, right? Like with the laugh track. And, yeah. Like, is there a laugh
1: track? Yeah, there's
0: laugh track. There's definitely not a cricket track.
1: Uh-uh. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> anyway, we're sorry, Chuck We're sorry, Jim Parsons. Thank <laughs> you for listening to us. <laughs> please <laughs> tune in next week <laughs> there will be, be less Big Bang Theory jokes and we won't insult you <laughs> I do a podcast where we just like cap by cap every Big Bang Theory episode like remember when they did it. that with Entourage where people just like Absolutely. there's people that like do a podcast where they just sit down and they watch all old episodes of Entourage yeah. and they made it to season 3 and they were like we're done yeah. we're
1: fucking <laughs> <probably> done <laughs> there's 12
0: years to go through
2: yeah uh, but My they're girlfriend. short. You could
1: do more than one in an episode. <laughs> right? You could like sandwich them all together. Yeah. I guess so, but I don't know. <laughs> they're
2: all the same episode. You can, yeah. it's,
0: it's exactly they're it's, all the same. Episode. It's not. It's not a good show. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening so much. Thank you for coming.
2: Thanks so much for having me. This Anything so you want fun. to plug,
0: by the way? Yes, yes, I do.
2: Uh, uh, come see Jukebox Hero at the Ed Mervish Theater, running at the end of February. Um, check out uh, uh, Kristen Zaza, my partner, has a podcast called On a Dark, Cold Night, Ooh. Uh, which is an audio drama podcast that.
1: We follow
2: them on Instagram. Hey, best friends! <laughs> right? Yeah, you should check it out "On a Dark, Ooh, Cold Night." You can get it wherever podcasts yeah. are. It's like a like a bedtime story, sleep Ooh. horror podcast. So, I love that. yeah, you should check that out. And she has a Quantum Leap rewatch uh, uh, podcast coming out eventually. Whoa. So you should what is check it? that out too. Quantum Leap. Quantum, you know the show Quantum Leap? Sci
1: fi. Yeah. It had
2: a guy named, it starred uh, Scott Bakula. Okay. Which is the funniest actor name I've ever heard in my entire life because you have to think of Dracula when like, you hear it. He read.
0: has to have played Dracula. Right? He hasn't. <laughs> well, he has
2: not I mean, let's not lean Dracula.
1: into things, I guess, Bakula.
2: <laughs> Imagine if they, his mom called him Dracula, though. Dracula back. Or he like
1: dressed up as Dracula for every single
2: Halloween. He's <laughs> like, "Hey guys, it's the joke. I get it." And it was this old show. He, he like jumps into other people's lives, in time, and then has to like solve their life for them. It's very strange. It was like an old '80s oh, hit yeah. show. Anyway, she's doing a rewatch thing of that. I don't remember okay. what it's called, so look it up. So
0: wait, there's no. So what saying his Big Bang Theory is free to do a rewatch if you want? Sure, to re- yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> so That's what I heard too. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Parsons probably won't join you on that one.
1: Come on. <laughs> anyway. You should. That would what would make it so funny?
2: Right? Is if he just what did you think the of the this show? episode? He's like Chandler. And he's like, I don't even remember shooting this episode. Yeah. <laughs> i was so drunk. <laughs>
0: I love that meme of Chandler where it's like it's him now. It's like when it hasn't been your week, your month, or
1: even your year.
0: (laughs) Poor, poor Matthew Perry. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, (laughs) thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Follow us, Facebook, social media, I'm just going to start saying just follow us social media because, no, just kidding. Um, follow us, Facebook, social media, Instagram, um, Twitter. We got a Twitter, y'all. Um, also, let, let us know what you'd like to hear, what you wouldn't like to hear, what you yeah. liked, what you didn't like. We want all DM of us. feedback. Get all up in them DMs. Um, thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for a great, happy new year.
1: Happy 2019.
0: Happy 2019, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>